0: okay guys so today i am here with cameron um and i'm super duper excited it's been a while since i've had a guy on the show and definitely not somebody that i like respect so much so i'm super excited to have him here hey (laughs) so uh cameron i need to ask you what your go-to coffee order is
1: um i I already roasted him for it so (laughs) yeah i don't like coffee if i'm being honest so if i ever do go to a coffee shop and get coffee with friends i just get a hot caramel caramel latte it's really basic I know Did you say
0: caramel or caramel because you just tried to say it both ways um, it
1: I think caramel sounds a lot cooler but because I'm from the south caramel just comes Carmel, out
0: yeah okay so we just learned that he sucks and he doesn't like coffee so okay <laughs> so I think we should tell people how we know each other because it's kind of a fun story
1: yeah um Okay, so from, <laughs> from my perspective, we met...
0: I feel like we have two different stories, too. I feel like we have two completely different stories.
1: I met Kelsey at a, at a quintañera for a mutual friend of ours, and um, I, like I didn't know this person at all, but I was like, she's pretty, um, she's nice, and I was like, I gotta get to know her. Aww. Um, but meanwhile, like, what, we're all 15 at this time? Oh, like,
0: I was 13.
1: Uh we were all super young. <laughs> it was a really young party, but Yeah. I was there was a girl there that I knew that I was interested in that I was already talking to and my oh,
0: I just remember that.
1: My first interaction with Kelsey, I was like, man, like Kelsey is really pretty too. And like I'm a young teenager and I was really interested in anything that involved a, a girl that looked, you know, really pretty. So, I uh I had to get Kelsey's name and number and then I
0: had a boyfriend, remember?
1: Yeah, your boyfriend said you sn- you snapped <laughs> your boyfriend a photo of me, and I was wearing a watch. And your boyfriend responded with "nice timepiece" or something. Oh my god! It gosh, was yeah. it was really weird. <laughs> it was so, that night was just a blur. Like
0: no, it really was. Well, so yeah, I mean that kind of the story's the exact same way for me to be honest. But we like kept talking after that, and we were like, I literally, I think I broke up with my boyfriend because I was like, I have a I have a little crush on this guy. Like that's <laughs> not fair. So I broke up with my boyfriend and then we just, I joke that like he was my eighth grade boyfriend, but I wouldn't even really say we were dating. But like in my head, I was like, oh yeah, like he's, he's it guys. So
1: we spent a lot of time on FaceTime together.
0: So he had guys, I have to tell you, he had a pair of Vans that he had Kelsey with the heart and he would, he would wear them. And just so you know, so if he wanted to, he would, if he really liked you, he would have a pair of Vans with your name in a heart. So
1: the things you do as a teenager for girls is so stupid. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Um, but yeah, so we've known each other for oh, seven years, that six years, seven years.
1: A long time. We're coming, up, we're coming up
0: on 10 years, 10-year ten ten year reunion Yeah, coming so. up on 10-year reunion. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're... And we kind of went through the same, 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 but different. Like, we both had, like, I feel like a lot of struggles in high school, but, like, each we each had our own struggles or whatever, mm-hmm. and then um we kind of we found christ around the same time and i think we've done a really good job by like, holding each other accountable through like our walks not even accountable but like just kind of like being there for the other person
1: yeah The like side note i kelsey lives in arkansas and i live in oklahoma like, <laughs> like i've only seen kelsey in person maybe three times in my life but like
0: yeah this oh my gosh just thought about that this is like the fourth time we've ever actually been in the same room
1: we've we've texted in facetimes yeah, this is the third time we've we've communicated with each other for a long time via social media uh many years and this is just like we can count the number of times we've hung out
0: yeah this is the third time and it's like weird because i feel like i know we've talked so much there's just like a weird level of like trust like i'm just like i don't like ever feel like you're gonna like judge me or anything like, that. like i just i don't know we have it's weird we have a weird dynamic but it's nice yep
1: yeah, i think we're we're really good friends and we're not we're both not stupid i don't know
0: yeah it's nice to talk to somebody that i'm like i know is level headed and i know it believes the same things as me like i'm not i don't know i don't have to i don't have to validate my thinking because we kind of are on the same yeah wavelength that's true um okay so next i want to talk because i don't really know a whole lot about your testimony and your childhood and just your life in general so i just kind of want to hear about that and talk about that
1: yeah um i'll say my testimony and like a couple of words is like loneliness um isolation and like oh, growing up I was like alone it was just me and my mom a lot for a lot of my childhood I didn't go to church um but as I got older like I got involved with the church like I started going just cuz my friends would go and they always had free candy and I loved <laughs> candy as a kid um so I would consistently go to church but I wasn't involved I didn't read the bible I didn't care um I was like ten at the time and I had one really cool friend who invited me to church. And it was I mean, that's when I started caring. But, you know, you fast forward, it's just like a blur of of memories for me of just going to church every now and then, but like going to school and I played a lot of soccer and soccer was my niche growing up. And in high school, um, junior year became like a, a really big year for me because that's when I, like, committed, you know, going all in with Christ, not because, like, life was hard or anything, which it was, but I realized very quickly, like, there really is no meaning to to my life if I don't, you know, share the gospel, or if I don't get to talk about Jesus, and, like, life seems very meaningless for me when I think about life, but when you bring Jesus in the mixture, it's like, you know your time on earth is very minuscule but with him it's forever and then like you get to bring your friends and your best friends and you know your parents and family members all all with you to heaven if like you have to be that vessel or if like you get to be that vessel how how great of a blessing is that
0: yeah that's awesome that's so true about like how um our time on here is like so meaningless until you bring i've never heard it like said like that so it's really cool
1: yeah it was high school was really tough i mean like middle school I grew up getting bullied but then like high school I grew up and like I had a that glow up phase and everybody like <laughs> for some reason I I became I popular you, I liked
0: you pre-glow up so yeah we one. we knew
1: each other pre-glow up so Pre, we...
0: pre-glow up and I had like a, a really weird face I feel like I talk about this like literally like every couple episodes but, like my blue hair phase you were still like down to be like yeah like we're still friends even during yeah, that I was and, and you were never like Kelsey like this is so weird like why are you being like this you were just like
1: Okay. <laughs> we we would like periodically FaceTime like once every two months.
0: Y'all we go through phases. We'll like talk all the time for like two months and then we won't talk for like eight and then we're just like, Hey, how are you? It's so weird. And
1: it's like we never left. It's just like yeah. good conversations.
0: Always. But yeah, even in my little weird phase, like he was just like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you're just gonna be weird, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny. So you know you got through like your testimony you got through high school and you started you know working in the church kind of mm-hmm. a lot and i feel like that's like a big part of your social media presence is like your involvement in the church so like what does that entail how's that been
1: yeah um i'll preface this by saying that i don't like get paid by the church per se i just do a lot of volunteer work to the point where like i've gotten a lot of recognition to where i could work in a church um so
0: here comes Astro. Hold on, he's trying to come in. Is that your cat? <laughs> yeah.
1: What? There's so many animals here. <laughs> um, the working in a church is like great though in terms of like volunteering. It's like I have a lot of opportunity to work with kids, to work with adults, even like um, older older members of the church, like 50 to 60, 70 years old. It's like you can gain a lot of wisdom from the older folk, but like where you are in life, you get to pour into the kids, and it's really great. Um. Something I learned a lot about the church, especially going to a Christian school or whatever. Um, it's it's a lot more political than you think. I mean, you can assume that church is very political, but um it's it's hard to get like a point across or just like to have um I don't know, things need to be met in church always. Especially like by the word. There are things that need to be met in a church. Um and how you go about that is where I feel like a lot of the political things come in. Like Mm And everybody has a different interpretation of the Bible, but the word is the word. I mean, it doesn't change. Um, so take it at face value and, and go about it how you need to. But I worked in, I didn't work, but we had a budget and we were making a youth conference for our church. And um, from that budget, we, we had to find games for the youth. We had to find food for the youth. This is a three-day event. And it was it was honestly like insane giving me a budget and then let's figure out the food we need the games we need the events you want to throw off and then like decorations and stuff yeah because you can't just have a a youth retreat and no cool you know yeah you got you got to give something
0: to gotta give something to want to come back for
1: no one wants to look at a white wall all day it's boring
0: no i remember like i went to like vacation bible school during the summer growing up Oh, they were all out. Like, we had, like, a jungle theme one year, and, like, the entire church looked like a freaking jungle. It's so cool. So those are the kinds of things that I think keep kids interested. It's, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You have to stimulate them somehow, and that's something i am learning. like, in my degree is, like, how to, like, stimulate mm-hmm. kids and make them, like, want to pay attention, so...
1: And then, like, the kids is a tough part. Like, you want to keep them involved, but the issue with kids, like, younger kids, you want to keep their attention. But then when they're seniors, it's, like, how do I even just get your attention again? Yeah, it's like, it's,
0: yeah, that's... Teenagers <clears throat> are stubborn they're so tough to work with yeah they like they just they think they know everything but like also like i think about like whenever like i was like a sophomore in high school i really thought i knew everything Mm -hmm. you do think you know everything so it's like you can't fault them because you were the same way like i i don't know i was a hot mess so so. that's the
1: importance of of like you and i being young adults it's like we're not too old to where they view us as like weirdos but then (laughs) like we're not too young to where they just kind of ignore us it's like we got a pretty golden opportunity to work with some some kids before they go to college or you yeah. know do some big sports thing
0: well, i also think it's really good to have like that kind of mentorship especially for like um like high schoolers especially like like juniors and seniors or whatever like they need somebody to look up to that's not a family member and it's hard for them to find that so i think that's really important for them to like be able to find mm-hmm. in a church so i agree um you talked about a little bit like going to a christian school so how is transitioning from a public school a kind of big public school wasn't it like is it yeah. BA kind of big to a private christian school
1: yeah um in terms of like the number of students it's the same size so i didn't feel any big culture shock culture shock but uh i went to broken arrow high school and it's the biggest like in school high school you can go to in oklahoma oh i don't
0: know that
1: um i graduated with 1350 <gasps> like 1350 kids. You know, graduation took five ever, but it was it was fun. Um, but like, I had
0: no idea there was that many people there. It was awesome.
1: I mean, like, I was a soccer player, and I was like in sports, and like anytime you're in sports, not at school, you get a lot of recognition. Yeah. So it was cool, and like going going around, and everybody knew my name, and I knew everybody else's name. High school was like really fun, especially senior year, because I was following Jesus, but I also we won state my soccer year or my senior year. And it was really awesome. But um, that summer after senior year, it was just three months of just pure bliss. Like, okay, like, what am I going to do now? And like, not knowing was kind of like fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I just went to the lake and I traveled and I just wanted to, you know, be a kid for the last time. But in the last month of the summer, my friend called me and said, hey, I'm coming to Oral Roberts University. But like, I don't want to go alone. Can you come with me? I was like, yeah, like I'll go with you. I'm, I'm not doing anything. Um, so I went with him to what they call a quest day, and it was just a day to like get involved with the school, see if you like it, um, you know, go to chapel and just communicate with other students, whether or not this is a good place to go to. Um, and I went with my friend. He really enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it just because I was a Christian, and it was like a cool school. Um, and it was, it, it really spoke to me. Like, the community there is really nice. Um, it's really expensive. However, like, after working with students there, or just, like, communicating with them, God provides, like, always. Whether you're tithing, you know, like, you're a student, and just work at it. And you can get a job. Like, I'm a firm believer in you can work, you know, and make money for mm-hmm. the things you need. And if you can't, then, like, you don't need it. You can wait for it. But um, I I got the opportunity to get a really good scholarship at Oreo. And so that helped abundantly um i decided to you know attend all within like 10 days like i got paperwork ready i decided to take my own quest day by myself and lo and behold i signed up for classes like it happened very fast um so going from like a secular public school to a to a small christian private school uh it's great i mean i don't we pray before class we have chapels um, oh, wow. it's it's awesome you know Jeannie allen
0: Mm -hmm.
1: she was at chapel this past week really i had no idea we were bringing her but like she came she was showing her books and she was communicating with us about um emotions like how they affect us but it was awesome having like having these opportunities to go to chapel and then afterwards you get to go to class and then we pray in class and anything you learn about in class kind of somehow ties in the bible some way
0: that's cool
1: we get to communicate that but it's easy. I would say it's a lot easier than going to public school, just because yeah. everybody's so like-minded. Everybody's yeah. a Christian, and if they're not, then um, it's okay. I mean, no one's perfect, but like the whole point of O.R.U. is to show love to everybody and yeah, accept them and help them if they need help.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Um, like y'all ha- like prayed like pray before class and stuff. And mm-hmm. That's cool. That, I feel like, I don't know, that would totally change, like, my heart posture towards school, I think, mm-hmm. if I went to a school like that. that it makes
1: fun. me, like, school itself, I want to drop out. I hate school. <laughs> but the fact that it is, it is so involved with the word and the teachers there are so nice and understanding. I yeah. remember in high school, college, or not college, uh, high schooler teachers would, like, bash on me. They'd be like, oh, like, you, you can't do this in college. You can't be late. Like, they were saying how tough college is. Yeah. And maybe some colleges are. I haven't been to multiple colleges, but... Oral Roberts is so understanding. They meet me where I'm at, whether it's, like, mental needs, emotional needs. I've had, like, physical needs. Like, they, they meet me where I'm at, and it's, it's been great thus far.
0: I love that. So, you know, I don't normally have guys on here, and I have kind of taken a fat L when it comes to dating for a long time. So I think it would be really, really fun to kind of talk about dating especially christian dating let's go and yeah and um i just think it's fair you know eighth grade boyfriend let's talk about relationships so, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah i just i don't know i feel like it's so nice to get another opinion sometimes because so many females specifically christian females we all kind of think the same and want the same like obviously we don't think the exact same but like there are things that are laid out in the bible that, like we know that we <laughs> want so i think it'd be fun to get like i don't know a dude's point of view so Yeah, first of all, I want you to describe your dream girl, like what that looks like.
1: Um, Dream girl? Man. (laughs) You could go off and like name celebrities and you could name like people you know from your past. But uh, man, I I made a list of like things I want or like qualities I want in a girl. Not because like I'm going to stand by that and that's like the end all be all. But um, when I made that list, the first thing that came to mind was just... Love Jesus more than you love me. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, Jesus is all you need. And, and when you go to heaven anyways, the Bible does say, like, you'll, you won't remember your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be in the in the glory of, you know, God in heaven. And it's going to be super great. However, you're here on earth. And uh, while you're on earth, you should get a spouse. Um, and that's, that's biblical. So um, my first quality in a woman is... Is really just love God, like, unconditionally, like, with an abundance of joy. Just, like, love God.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And then, like, really, that's it. Really, I listen to a lot of Jonathan Bacluta, who talks a lot about dating. And he's very firm on the aspect of, like, find the next godly person you know. And And ask him
0: on a date. And ask him on a date. (laughs) Yep.
1: And, you know, like, I'm a guy... And it's really it's really hard to just like say that and do it yeah like you can tell me one thing to do it and like sometimes i'll do it other times it's like i'm gonna be hesitant cause, yeah you know we're all different but tim keller another leader in uh, the christian realm he said that if you put a guy in a room with 20 single women who are all godly on the same basis if that's the only quality you want um he's going to discount 17 of those 20 purely off physicality and something I, I want to get better at is, is not looking for the physical aspect of a woman. But there's something about those eyes. <laughs> I, like, I like pretty eyes. Um, nothing against brown eyes. I have brown eyes, but I hate them. Um, <laughs> but if we're going to talk physical, I like pretty eyes. But really, like in all honesty, if she loves the Lord, what more do you want? Because like then you can look at personalities, of course. Yeah. Um, which we could go into if you want but really just if she loves the lord what else more do you need
0: well i also feel like uh somebody who loves the lord all the other qualities are going to kind of fall into place of course patience kindness those things like that they're all like they're going to be if she truly loves the lord like those Mm -hmm. will be there so yeah okay well what are some so you're on a date right what are some green flags and red flags that you look for
1: or like um, if somebody
0: does okay let's start with red flags actually red flags are more fun if somebody like if she does this you're immediately like no um yeah
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think back to like my past dates or like past women I talked to I think um for me personally if they're like instigating physical things yeah like if I'm if I'm going on a date with you like uh, you ever been to the gathering place? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say we go to the gathering place, a uh, giant public park, and all of a sudden we're walking, we're talking, and you just start holding my hand. I find that awkward. Yeah. Not like, I mean, it's just weird because uh, I, if I'm on a date with you, it's to know you better. It's not like we're already together. Together, like, yeah. I feel like when you do anything physical, whether it's, you know, making out, holding hands, or, you know. Doing anything physical, it's it's weird if you're just doing it on your first day, second date. Yeah. Um. So red flags. Anything really physical. Um. Another red flag is how she speaks to her father. If the father's not there, then like social media is big on daddy issues. It's like (laughs) if she has daddy issues, I'm not discounting her, but I want to see how she's um handled that trauma with the Lord. If she's actually gone through that that work. By herself and with the Lord or you know if she wants to do counseling and therapy like I'm a big believer in counseling and therapy um, if she's worked through that and that's great but for the most part you know some some people that I have met before they haven't worked through it and they're just not ready and that's nothing to nothing against them it doesn't discount them either it just means you know they should take some time to themselves and focus on that but really you know, like I want to be a father I mean, like I want her to want kids, you know. How does she treat kids? If she treats yeah. them poorly, red flag. Like Yeah. I. If you, My pastor tells me this. Whatever you get in a relationship that's in a teaspoon, you're going to get it in a cup in a marriage.
0: Huh. Oh, that's... I like that. Because
1: once you're married, it's, like, all in. Like, what you get is what you get. Yeah. And, like, you marry into their really great qualities, and then you're going to marry their really bad qualities.
0: And I don't think there's anybody you're going to meet who doesn't, like... Nobody's gonna be perfect and you're always gonna find things you don't like about people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, if like for me like, I guess like I'm looking for somebody that like I think I can like go through all of life with more than I am like oh like oh that annoys me because like everybody's gonna annoy you at some point. Yeah. So
1: especially your spouse. You're with them all the time. All the time. You're gonna sleep yeah. next to this person and like yeah. I I I've never, you know, woken up next to a woman but I can imagine what it's like to wake up next to a guy it's gross I bet
0: okay so green flags you kind of talk about like, kids, like how they treat kids but like yeah. what other green flags
1: Um, something I look for that's a green flag Um, does she know scripture not like can she quote it but more like can she live by it um, yeah you know every now and then you'll go across social media and you'll see someone post you know a scripture on their story or it's going to be in their bio but then like we're in this age of like only fans and like yeah gross I, if that's what you do that's what you do but it's not for me um so it's weird to see people you know accept some things but then post a bible verse or talk about how good god is but then yeah they do things contradictory to the bible so if she knows scripture and lives by it that's a it's a really great green flag um something else for me personally i guess for all men because i'm speaking for men uh
0: yeah you're the spokesperson you're the chosen one
1: yeah um does she have boundaries like i i'm a guy like i'm the instigator for things but like you the girl has the ability to say no and put me on my butt all the time like yeah whether we're dating or like we get engaged and married and whatnot like she has the ability to say no and then it's you know not just my job but out of respect like you agree to that yeah and so like, I think a woman with boundaries and, and like, the physical aspect, um, you know, she doesn't want to open up about her past traumas or whatever. It's like, I respect that.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, boundaries are good. Boundaries lead to, you know, healthy relationships, I really feel like. Yeah. Um, any other green flags I think guys should look for? Um, probably. I don't know. Some men are, like, very traditional. They want women to cook for them and yeah do their do their laundry and stuff and like i listen if you want to do that and you, <laughs> and you ask it great but i again i've i'm firm in the fact that like i can do things myself like i'm a worker yeah like god told adam to tend to the garden like whatever your garden is like tend to it so if that's your spouse you know you can you can work for her and, and do things but if she wants to work for you too just accept it i mean it's not don't be prideful now come on yeah
0: no, I, I don't know, like, for me, like, I feel like that's something I do out of, like, love. Like, I love to, like, take care of people. So, like, obviously, like, with my significant other, like, I like to take care of those things. Mm-hmm. But I hate when people act like it's, like, my job. When people act like it's my job to do it, it doesn't make me want to do it. I'm just like, yeah. no, I don't know. I feel like, the, like, those acts of service should definitely come from, like, a place of love, not from, like, like I don't know. You, you, you feel like you have to do mm-hmm. it, I guess.
1: What's so. your, what's your five love languages?
0: Okay, so I've never actually. What? I have no idea.
1: Oh my goodness! I think you should do it, not now obviously, but you should do it here in a little bit.
0: I I don't know, cause I did it, I did it in like high school, and I want to say that it was like words of affirmation, but I feel like that was also whenever I was just in like a very like self-seeking place in life, mm-hmm. and I don't really feel like I need to hear it as much. So maybe access service now, but I don't know. Well, I did take the I need to take the. Or quality time. I do love being around people. Yeah. Like I, I don't know, and I will go to great lengths, like to make sure I can spend time with people. So. Oh, I know.
1: You've driven to Tulsa many times.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um,
1: well, I would say you should you should do that test. Yeah. And like whatever it says, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But, I mean, I got mine. I seem seems pretty true. But physical is touch you, really? is my first one, and then quality time. I like words of affirmation acts of service and then i think it's gift receiving Oh, gifts
0: yeah gift receiving if it's
1: receiving gifts it's like my last one but also like gift giving i mean what better gift can you give somebody than like time
0: yeah i love giving i'm the worst with that though i love giving gifts like actual gifts it's so weird like i i don't know not, like, I, I, I don't know. I used to, like, not really care about that. But now, like, I, like, love, like, writing people, like, little thank you letters. Mm-hmm. Or, like, sticking gift cards in them and, like, giving them out. Like, things like that. So, I don't know. It was, I, I feel like I could be literally all of them. But, I don't know. I, for me to, like, I don't know. Appra- like, I really have to, like, enjoy somebody's company to even, like, want to, like, touch them. So, like, I feel like physical touch is pretty far down on the list I mean. I don't know I need to take it and just see yeah but yeah any more green flags you can think of
1: um mm, I mean just the kids thing is she good kids is she nurturing like is she a woman <laughs> like we gotta make sure they're women now but uh no that's about it I mean love God love kids see how they treat other people do they have the fruit of the spirit and then I mean that's about it
0: yeah that's okay, so do you think that women should instigate a relationship? I, I feel like I already know your answer to this, but...
1: Uh, the, you can look at it from many per- perspectives, I feel like. does Can a woman instigate a relationship? Yes. Should they? I don't think so. But you can put yourself in a situation to be found by a man yeah so in a way that it is you instigating you know a relationship yeah. with somebody um for instance like if you if you really do believe you're ready to date like you can go to church or you can go to young adults or you can go out in public and you know you're not showing your body off per se you're not like you know
0: but just looking your best.
1: yeah you can look obviously look presentable <laughs> I, like, I like looking good too but um you can you can put yourself in a situation to be found by a man who is searching. Because yeah. a man finds a wife. Not the other way around. And I am I will stand on that hill.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I agree. And I think that's a really rare quality that you have that a lot of people don't have now. Is because of, like, social media and, like, dating apps and stuff. Like, I think a lot of men think it has to be, like, mutual. Or, like, a girl should, like, instigate. Like, like a lot of guys are like, oh, that's so hot. Like, I love when a girl, like, instigates stuff. And I just, like, that I think that's so weird just because
1: no It if anything you could add that to the list of red flags yeah it's like you don't need to instigate that like let the man who's a godly man let him be the one to find you and seek you out
0: yeah let him pursue you and if he wanted media. to he would
1: social media and presence like the the tinder and all these like other dating apps to me personally it's really fake i mean i know they have like a upward which is like christian dating um and if it works like that's awesome like I'm sure there have been people who have found each other on dating apps and it's worked out great. But for me, I I could not do that. I find it um more unauthentic than just meeting someone. Well, because
0: look. a lot of it is I I say a lot of it, ninety percent of it is based off of like your appearance.
1: Yeah, and it's based on looks again. Like anybody can have a Christian, you know, scripture and their bio and then what, they're just a self proclaimed Christian. I mean Yeah. Something the Catholics do, I think, uh is they call themselves you know catholics where they raise like catholics and whatnot but then they also distinguish themselves as like catholics and practicing catholics so then you got the people who are like in the church or they're you know they're doing something for their ministry and then other catholics who just call themselves catholics because you know they grew up in a certain area i did not know that yeah it's pretty cool
0: that's a cool way that you could also like just like distinguish christians Is like there's like people like oh yeah i believe in god but then there's like practicing christians Mm -hmm. i did not realize that they did that super cool. Um, so what was I going to ask you? Okay. So how would you define dating then? So like you're going to pursue a girl, you ask her on a date, like when are y'all dating? How do you define that? How do we feel about the talking phase? <laughs>
1: uh, the talking phase sucks. No one likes the talking phase, but I, okay.
0: I don't even think it exists. I was just telling you that though. Like I feel like you can go on dates with somebody and it doesn't... Mess, like, you don't owe them anything. It doesn't... Like, you're not talking because you took me to dinner. Like, we're not talking because you took me to dinner. Like, we're just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. I think whenever you're like, oh, like, we're, like, together, exclusive. Like, you're dating. Like, I have people like, oh, like, we're talking but we're not dating. But, like, so you're not talking to anybody else mm-hmm. but you're not dating. Like, I don't I don't understand it, I guess.
1: Yeah. um I would say a lot of people nowadays like to play marriage. <laughs> yeah. Without, you know, the the label i guess um in terms of like talking also it's like let's just play like we're in a relationship and not you know live out like we're in a relationship because you can see each other you can you can hang out you can do things one-on-one like it's a date except it's not a date it's just yeah. going to hang out like that's another term that people are using now is like oh okay. like, are you going on a date it's like no i'm gonna go hang out with this girl it's like it's one-on-one well it as
0: a girl i like a lot of guys will like message me and they're like, Hey, like we should hang out or like, let's hang. And I, my response always is no, but you can ask me on a date. It's what I always say. And it makes people so mad, but I, I, I know my worth and I know that like I'm worth more than like hanging out. Mm -hmm. And I like, why would I want to, I don't know. Why would I want to be with somebody that's not even going to put in the effort to like take me on a first date? Yeah, Yeah.
1: I I totally agree. I think more women should, you know, stand more firm on the aspect of saying no to a hangout and say yes to a, to a date. Yeah. Um, to answer your first question, what is dating? I think dating is, is you asking a girl to go out on a date and then you guys date, go on a date, like, once, twice, three times. But the whole point of dating is to see whether or not this person would be a good fit. Yeah. And then from there, you, you're in a relationship with them. So yeah. If, if it keeps going, yes, you get a relationship. And then, I Honestly, once you know, like, if they're good for a relationship, I would say maybe within a year or two, realistically, like, you can put a ring on it and just keep
0: them. Yeah. That, yeah. I think that, like, when people have these, like, long, drawn-out relationships and mm-hmm. they, like, won't get engaged, you're married. And, like, I think that's so odd. Yeah. Because, like, you definitely, I feel like you definitely know when you know for the most part and yeah I think it's really odd when people do that or when people are engaged forever I'm like mm-hmm. I feel like engagement is like the period of time where you like are just getting like your heart and your like your mind ready to be like engaged and like making sure you're right with the Lord and you know preparing yourself for that person and I think that when that last lo- like lasts like years I'm like why does that mm-hmm. last so long I don't know
1: I know for me especially going to ORU everybody talks about like ring by spring and yeah um getting married really fast but The people who do get married or engaged at school, they end up getting really, like, married super quick. I have a friend who's getting married, or they just got engaged, and they're getting married within four months. Yeah,
0: a lot of people are doing that now. I uh, know a couple that I went to church with in Fayetteville, and they got engaged over Thanksgiving break, and they're getting married in April. mm. I'm like, that's so fast. But then, like, like like I said, if you know, you know, why would Mm -hmm. you want to waste time? As long as I, I feel like for me, as long as I have enough time to, like, plan the wedding that I want. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why you, like, have to wait years like some people do. Yeah.
1: So, I think for a Christian or, you know, if you want to date in, like, a healthy way, just going through premarital counseling.
0: Yeah, a thousand percent. You could even do,
1: like, pre-engagement counseling. I know that's a thing now. It's like...
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You know,
1: we're in a relationship, but we're thinking about engagement. But, you know, we just need a third party to, just to help us out. Yeah. Because not that I, you know, don't want this with you or not that I don't think I can commit to you, but can you see any faults that we have before we do that yeah because you're committing to someone for the rest of your life or you should be there, there's no point in getting a divorce yeah something that should never be said in any marriage is divorce yeah it's not even a thought that should ever come to mind
0: yeah 100 percent so kind of going back to whenever you were talking about you describing your dream girl and like red flags and green flags do you think that looks matter and if you do think they do like how much do they matter <laughs>
1: Oh man, it's just, like because I'm young, and like I'm not as wise and as old as other men who have like <laughs> been through me. Um, they have the luxury of like saying no, just easy no, because they're already married and they already have their life. Yeah. Um, do looks matter? I've heard people say no, and I hear people say yes. Like JP, he he says like find the next good godly person of the opposite sex and marry them or you know go on a date and and I want to say like looks don't matter because at the the end of the day they don't because looks fade we're all gonna age Um, we all gain weight lose weight we all you know
0: get old and crusty yep
1: yeah no one stays perfect forever and if you do then shout out Jesus but for me personally I I think yeah I don't look at like she doesn't need to be a 10 like she's not supposed to have the perfect what hourglass figure and yeah what blondes brunettes like it really doesn't matter per se it's it's just you know does this person love god and are they to me healthy like do they have um desires to be healthy like the the thing with the body positivity thing now for me personally this is just me um people are okay with eating a lot and and drinking a lot and thinking that it has no negative effect however you don't get to do the things you used to do you can't go out and run you can't go out and like fish like you can't driving is gonna be harder like your mobility just begins to deteriorate and that's something that I don't I don't want for me and my family yeah um but I'm I am not going to judge you yeah like I don't discount you either but do looks matter For me, it's a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, I also, like, I feel like, and this is why I, like, I'm one of those people, like, I get up and I get ready every single day. Mm -hmm. Just for me, like, it, I I think there's, I don't know, to me, there's something really attractive about somebody that puts in a little bit of effort towards their appearance, because Mm -hmm. if they're going to put in effort... like in the way that they appear they're probably gonna put effort into your relationship as well Mm because they're willing to put effort into things I also think that's just kind of the thing that like draws you into somebody like initially is like oh like I think they're really like attractive and they take care of themselves and like I don't know like I wouldn't want to be with somebody that doesn't take care of themselves and so I think that's really important too
1: yeah to bounce off that think about like well for first hygiene like what you're like yeah I'm it would be hard to to see myself with someone that doesn't take care of their you know teeth or yeah. their face or just like
0: you know
1: I think at least in America you have the ability to take care of yourself in a pretty healthy way yeah so I don't understand why you wouldn't want to um and second like you said putting on a fit and being presentable it's like are they clean in their house like do they have a clean room I think that
0: are you judging my room right now
1: yeah I remember <laughs> you, you open the door and I was like I gotta make sure this is clean
0: oh my.
1: it's all right I give it like a seven kidding kidding her room is very clean her room is clean it's a 10 out of 10.
0: You're like, no, it's not.
1: (laughs) I swear. I swear. Um, but I think, you know, being presentable and then having a clean room, like a clean life obviously will play into your attractiveness. I feel like.
0: Well, yeah. And also like, that's like what you have to live with.
1: Like if I go if
0: I go to somebody's apartment and it's nasty and disgusting, I'm like, Oh, like I would be cleaning up after this forever. Is your room clean? My room clean? Yeah.
1: Um, the dorm? No. My room at home, yes.
0: But you don't, you're not there all the time.
1: Uh, okay. (laughs) Robert, if you listen to this, just mute it. My roommate, I love my roommate. Uh Uh-huh. But because he, I have the luxury of living next to school, so I can leave some of my stuff at home and some of my stuff is at school. Yeah. So I don't take up that much space and I'm pretty clean and organized. My roommate, however, he brings everything from his home that's in a whole different state. So he needs to bring everything. Right. So it's just a little cluttered. Gotcha. And if you ever look at my room, you're going to think it's a little messy. But I promise you, it's not. It's just we have things in some places.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's like kind of giving a hoarder. It's not really giving like dirty.
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs)
0: okay well I also think that's a big difference like if somebody has a lot of stuff I'm like that's like that can be fixed or whatever but like people that are like dirty like food in their room Mm -hmm. and like cups and stuff like that like I I can't that's one thing I can't do like if I I don't like I don't eat in my bed like some people think it's weird like I will not eat in my bed I don't really eat in my room unless I'm like sick Mm -hmm. like if I do I'm eating exactly where I'm sitting right now like I don't I don't like food in my sleep space
1: we're really different
0: do you eat in bed uh yeah okay
1: i mean i'm not gonna eat a full five-course meal but if i have like <laughs> if i've got like a cookie in my hand i'll eat it but then the
0: crumbs get in the bed and it's like gross
1: just wipe it on the ground
0: <laughs> but then you have to like sweep it back in the ground
1: see this is the things i don't think about i don't think about like the the, the, the consequences effect, or, yeah. yeah the consequences of, of doing something like that i kind of just clean up when i feel like it's dirty
0: Okay. Gotcha. So, like... Okay. Actually, let me not not get into cleaning. I feel like men
1: just are very lenient on that stuff.
0: Yeah. I literally... Okay. I stay strapped with, like, a broom and a mop, but...
1: Your room is clean. Look at that. (laughs) You have a mop right there.
0: I know. Yeah. Um, Cringe. Well, so, I have animals, though, and they're just, like, messy. So, like, that's different, too, I think. Like, I... I don't know. Yeah, red flags. I used
1: to... They have cats.
0: Oh. Okay. I have two. (laughs) Um... And cats are so clean. Like, my like that dog literally just peed because you walked through the door. And, like, have the cats done anything the whole time you've been here? They shed. So dogs do, too.
1: You can get a dog that doesn't shed, though.
0: You can get a hairless cat.
1: That's disgusting.
0: <laughs> I would get a hairless cat. I think they're so cute. I think cats have better personalities. But also, like, I feel like I'm very cat-like. Like I sleep all day.
1: I feel, I feel like I'm a golden retriever.
0: You give, like, German Shepherd.
1: Just young and playful.
0: Yeah, German Shepherd. I give cat bad like i'm just yeah i don't know if i was a dog though i feel like i give corgi
1: is that the same dog as winnie yeah winnie? yeah um your head's a little too big
0: jesus okay what about, ruby? What, what about ruby like french bulldog vibes too
1: um french bulldogs are cool
0: that's what ruby is i feel like i could give french bulldogs i'm pretty cool yeah so
1: maybe i it's hard for me to put someone in a, in a body of a dog
0: i don't know i did it to you real fast like oh, I, yeah, know. I, remember, over. I know i think about it all the time though or like i don't know it's weird it's like personality quests i'm like oh like they're definitely like mm. like i don't know like a doberman i maybe. don't care
1: what your um what your love language is just tell me what kind of dog you are
0: yeah but like you no know, ask me what kind of dog you are and that'll tell me what i think about you because <laughs> yeah yeah like if i tell you you're a chihuahua i probably don't really like you
1: no one likes chihuahuas
0: exactly so if i'm like oh like you remind me of a chihuahua uh, anyways, back to what we were talking about, the awards and dogs. Uh, what was I going to ask you next? Oh, okay, so you're a girl. Okay, picture, you're, <laughs> you're a girl.
1: I'm a female.
0: Okay, so imagine you're going on a date with a guy. What are green and red flags that you think girls should look for in guys? Because uh... guys are... I feel like girls you can very much tell their intentions like very very like right off the bat kind of vibes you know i feel like i don't know girls can't read guys i feel like guys are like harder to figure out than girls
1: i promise you girls are so much harder to figure out
0: I, okay maybe it's just me i feel like i'm very like here's point face yeah, i'm like here's everything take it or leave it and i think that's i also think that's why i struggle so much with dating is because i'm like okay this is this is what i got you yeah. either like it or you don't and like i don't typically try to like change things in order to like fit into somebody's world mm-hmm. which is a good thing and a bad thing i guess but
1: i think it's good i think uh if you're gonna tell me that then i think the person you would end up with is someone who um likes things at face value yeah not that you're like simple or anything but it's a lot easier to understand
0: yeah well i'm like I, I have a lot of depth to me if you can, like, get me talking or whatever. But just, like, me as a person. What? Yeah. <laughs> what was that look
1: um, I agree.
0: And so, but at first, like, it's just, like, this is what I do. This is who I am. I I don't know. I'm loud to a certain extent. But I'm also, like, very, I don't know. I just, I just am here. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't cause a lot of drama. I don't really have... Issues like a lot of guys, I feel like seek out women that have things that they can fix. Oh, yeah, and I don't have any of those things because Mm -hmm. if it was an issue, I fixed it myself. I'm very independent, I think that's a good word to describe me. Like, I'm very much like
1: you're very ambitious, you're driven, you have your own goals,
0: yeah. And I, yeah, and And I I think some
1: men really love that and some men really don't.
0: Well, if you find somebody that likes that, let me know because,
1: yeah, I'll do that. Um, but... I was telling you live, you know, two hours away.
0: Yeah, well. Um, but anyways, so, you're I'm a, a girl. I'm you're a female. Girl. <laughs> yeah, you're a girl. What are you looking for?
1: Um, I... Am I on a date, or am I just trying to date somebody in general?
0: Either. Whichever it's easier for you to imagine. <laughs>
1: um, I'm just trying to date in general. Um, I think I would want somebody who's not lazy. Like, you can... I mean, if you can't really see this person, this man, like... Um, if you see a person or just, like, look at their lifestyle if you can. Just, like, how are they, you know, by themselves? Like, are they lazy? Can they do the work that needs to be necessary? Um, what else? I have so many. My brain just went blank. Oh, my goodness.
0: You're not doing a very good job being a girl. Because I'm not a girl.
1: (laughs) Um, red flags in the guys. Just...
0: How he, okay, I'm going to interject here. How he talks about your appearance, like, if he talks, oh, like, okay. like, the verbiage, like, or the words, his choice of words, like, oh, you're so hot, versus, like, you're okay. beautiful, yeah. and things like that. I feel like those are, like, either really green flags or really red flags. I think about that all the time. Like, when people talk to me, I really pay attention to, like, how they mm-hmm. word things.
1: That's good. I think that, that I think men who have, um like, really good language like that, Means they have a higher intellect. Yeah. There's like a correlation between intellect and uh, like vocabulary. Yeah. So if they use bigger words, obviously they're smarter. But yeah, calling a woman hot and like I don't know, sexy and those those terms, it's it's very bottom bottom level. Just really yeah. gross.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Um, so I think if a guy says you know things like that to you, it's really gross. If he like texts you late at night. Yeah. Terrible. I don't care like if you think this is a good man or not, he shouldn't be texting you past freaking eleven.
0: Nothing good happens after midnight. As my parents always said Nothing. Not
1: even. Like not even. I would say ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Like, <laughs> once that sun goes down, well, to be
0: honest. I, I'm asleep in bed so I wouldn't know, but
1: I'm a I'm a nocturnal being. But yeah, how he talks to you and if he's ta- texting you late at night, if he comments on your appearance in a negative way, or if he's like Yeah. Uh, being mean to you like don't go don't get with someone with an aggressive you know lifestyle yeah like there's a lot of men out there who have like the heroic like i'm idea. so manly yeah like <laughs> that there's, was nothing, my man voice there's like, nothing wrong with manly man but they're very like you can be very macho and it's really hard to connect with them
0: yeah i agree i don't know i just like i have talked to guys who like because i i mean look we've kind of already like discussed i put effort into my appearance i think that's Mm -hmm. something that makes me feel good has nothing to do with like what other people think about me and so like i do my, i get my eyelashes done or whatever and like i have people be like oh like that's so ugly like why would you do that and Mm -hmm. i'm like i want to like when a guy says that to me i immediately like i want nothing to do with you because Mm -hmm. i mean if you don't like it then you don't have to talk to me so i don't know i think i think you could have an opinion about the way somebody looks without having to say something Mm -hmm. and i think that when a guy goes out of his way to like put you down, it says a lot about how secure he is in himself, but also like his relationship with God because I mean Jesus would never speak to somebody like that. I agree, so
1: yeah I think I think more men um we're here in America, we're in this day and age where men are being told that they should be more manly, but then like men are also being told they should be more soft and caring. So I feel like a lot of men are are stuck in a, between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Especially like in high, like if I'm learning those two things in high school together, I don't know what to do with that information.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> also, yeah, if you're a female, or if I'm a female, I don't want a man who's confused. I would like someone who's rooted and knows what they want. So if that's you, awesome. If it's not you, at least they have the respect to tell you it's not you.
0: Yeah.
1: They, they just lay it down there, and here it is. Instead of like dragging you along
0: ghosting we talk about ghosting for a second
1: ghosting yeah let's do it
0: because i i have some serious opinions on this and i kind of mentioned to see what you or hear what you say um because i have been ghosted but i've also been the ghoster okay so how do you feel about it
1: uh i think ghosting sucks i think it it hurts both people yeah um but I'm in the same boat as you. I've ghosted, and I've also been ghosted.
0: So it's like, I can't really, like, talk about people, like, who've done it, because I've done it, too. Yeah. But I, I don't know, sometimes I feel like it's, like, necessary, depending on the relationship, but I feel like if you have, like, been actively, like, for, like, me, if I've been, like, actively pursued, and you ghost me, like, I want some sort of explanation. Mm-hmm. Because if if I did something wrong, then, like, I need to know that, and I need to be communicated. Mm-hmm. but then also like i've ghosted people purely just because like i like feared their reaction yeah so um, it's a, that's like like a difficult spot to be in i feel like
1: yeah i've been in the same situation so it's it's hard for me to just talk on one end of the spectrum but you want like for me when when i ghosted somebody it's because i was really uncomfortable yeah and so like you know, you were saying how you want to, like, work on that. Or, like, you wish you knew. It's, like, I I would tell the person, but what does that do? Because what if they keep texting me? Yeah. Like, I can't.
0: Or, like, they try to, like, solve... Okay. Or, like, I ghost also whenever I don't want somebody to try to, like, plead their case to me. Like, like I... Like, why if, they should date you? Yeah, like, so if I'm, like, done with the relationship, like, something's happened and I'm, like, completely done. And, like, I've maybe, like, already, like, attempted to, like, solve the problem, but, like, it's mm-hmm. not going to get solved. I have actually i've recently just ghosted because i didn't want this person to keep trying to be like no just like be with me like i'll change because i like i don't know i think some things like they're just like not stuff that i can live with and i think in that case like ghosting's like kind of valid especially if you've already like expressed a concern yeah but
1: i want to say ghosting is never valid but if like there are a lot of people who are persistent on like communicating with you whether you ghost them or not or like you just you know silently stop talking to them yeah they're really persistent and so either a you could just ghost and never reply or b you could just block them or even c you know if you want to take this nice route explain to them why you don't want to talk to them in a long paragraph or even a phone call and then after that you could just let it go or if they send something back and then you're uncomfortable with it again or it's just not something you care to hear you can just let go of that a
0: thousand percent i think that we but just because of like social media and stuff like we feel like we owe everybody something like we owe everybody like a piece of our lives and Mm -hmm. like we owe them like an explanation for like what we did or like what we're doing and like sometimes you don't owe people anything i don't feel like
1: uh you don't owe anybody anything also no one deserves anything like
0: oh yeah a thousand percent when
1: when a female will text me and be like you deserve to give me attention because of this. It's like I don't deserve to give you anything actually. Like I'm not saying my presence is, you know, perfect and like I'm I'm everything you need, but also like if I take time out of my day to spend time with you, that should be, you know, a pretty good gift compared to you know, yeah. Other things.
0: Yeah. Or like I don't know. That I feel like the I deserve the I deserve mentality and also like just kind of how invested we are in other people's lives it's like kind of out of hand like a lot of people just Mm -hmm. feel like they deserve things that like you don't deserve anything i don't deserve anything nobody deserves anything we just kind of we deserve death yeah we just kind of get what we get and play the cards you were dealt and it's like i don't know i feel like people have become so entitled but like they're like self-entitled but they're also like feel like they're entitled to other people's stuff mm -hmm. it's really weird i don't like it yeah me neither i mean
1: she's a sense of pride everywhere you go. Yeah. And it's really hard to combat.
0: Okay, green flags. You're a girl. Again, green flags.
1: Um green flags, I'm a girl. I like a guy who's yeah, who's sure of himself. Like he's confident, he knows what he wants. Right. Um I like somebody I mean, I think it's what you said was great, like verbiage. Like how does he communicate about his feelings? Um, or, you know, if you're a woman that wants a manlier man, like Is he good with his hands? Can he work on things around the house? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not a girl, so it's really hard. But you're a girl, and there are things that you want in a man, qualities you want in a man. You should go out there and find those qualities in a man, or if you don't see them, then maybe um Reevaluate what you want in a man. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the Bible does say what a man is and what a man is not, and you should go in there and find that it's
0: very spelled out in the Bible what we should and shouldn't look for and what does and doesn't make somebody like a good woman and a good man. Like it's mm-hmm. very it's very obvious in the Bible, and I hate that more people don't seek that out.
1: I think um Ephesians is a really good spot to talk about or well, not talk about, but read. When it comes to marriage, Ephesians to me is split up in two two places. It's one through six. But the first one through three is all spiritual about what it's like to work with God and others and whatnot. But then three to six, it's all about, um, or four to six, it's about, you know, marriage. And like, then it brings children in chapter five, I think. And like, how to live in the earthly realm of society, but also still serve God, but then also serve your spouse. We're called to live a, a servanthood leadership mentality it's like you know as a man of the household you maybe you're the breadwinner maybe you're not but like love is sacrificial
0: yeah a thousand percent
1: if i'm a female i want a man who's willing to do what it takes i mean it could be with anything i'm not i'm not gonna drop it to one one quality of a man but man if he loves you and he like really does work for you and he loves jesus like that's awesome you really did win a lottery there
0: yeah a thousand percent Alrighty, can you think of anything else to talk about?
1: Um, What's your favorite coffee order?
0: Oh, my go-to coffee order? Oh, it's the Honey, Vanilla, and Cinnamon Latte. Ice. I get ice, though.
1: Oh, that sounds so gross. I'm just telling you Honey, right
0: Vanilla, and Cinnamon?
1: I don't like cinnamon.
0: Okay, get it without the cinnamon, then. Okay, I'll
1: get it without cinnamon.
0: But you do need to try it. It's really good.
1: You want me to try everything? Um,
0: yeah, because you should. I'm like, yeah, read this book, and then I just give it to you. I'm like, read it. I don't know. I just think... I don't know. I think if I really like something, then everybody mm-hmm. would probably really like it. I'm pretty. I'm pretty easygoing. I'm kind of underrated, to be honest. Not to toot my own horn, but like I'm really, really low maintenance. True. People don't want that though. Uh, people need that. I because the parts of me that are high maintenance, I maintain myself. So I feel like that is it's not high maintenance. I don't think it's high maintenance if you maintain it yourself. You know. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Mm, well. I really don't have anything else to add other than like if you're single, have fun. You're not gonna be single forever.
0: That's true. I feel like a lot of people are so obsessed with relationships these days because so many relationships are like thrown in your face. Like it's like, Oh my gosh, look how happy they are, look what they get to do and da da da, da, da. like look at their family and look at their wedding and like I don't know, so people get so caught up in like I need a relationship right now, but like you don't need that and just bring that desire to God and like enjoy where you're at. Like mm-hmm. take it all in. I think that was like something that I learned was like I wanted it and so it also if you want something really bad then the devil will also use it to tempt you, I feel like. <laughs> I mean I it's true. Like I think that um, if you want something bad enough and the devil's definitely use it to tempt you and he'll put you in situations that um you don't need to be in and then you'll be like, Oh, this is from God because I prayed for this but also like you have to like really be careful and really use your own Mm -hmm. like your discernment to decide like what's from god and what's not and like for me like i was in a relationship that was like a thousand percent not from god but i was like oh my gosh i prayed for this i prayed for this maybe it is and then quickly found out that it was not so um bring your desires to god but also use discernment deciding whether or not like what's actually from god i feel like if you are like walking close enough with god you'll definitely like you'll know but
1: yeah he'll send he'll send someone to If it's not just a word that's going to be, you know, confident enough, he'll send somebody else to reassure you as well.
0: Yeah. No, you'll know. Like, when they say, like, when you know, you know, you definitely... I feel like you definitely... I mean, neither one of us, I guess, have, like, known. But this is, like, the blind leading the blind right now. No,
1: I swear. It's it's not. I swear. We... We... I can firmly say that Kelsey and I have had our fair share of troubles in relationships that we know what not to look for. Yeah. But also, I can't speak for Kelsey, but for myself, I choose not to date because... I also believe that when you are dating, or when you want to look for someone to date, you don't need to be perfect, but there are definitely things you should have figured out. You
0: gotta find the one to be the, or no, you have to be the one to find the one.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: You have to be the one to find the one. I've talked about that before on here, but I just think it's like really important to reiterate because, like, if you like, if you want this best version of this person, like, mm. you have to be the best version of yourself.
1: I think to bounce off that, then, like, are you the person that? Are you becoming the person that? um the person you want is looking for. So if if you want a girl with all these qualities, are you becoming a man that would be good with her?
0: Yeah, like we're talking about deserving things, but like you have to be like somebody that deserves that. Like you can't be a horrible person and want yeah. like this like great, godly person.
1: Mm-hmm. It takes work. That's the one thing that like we probably didn't mention at all dating takes work and not it even is dating so much work. but like being in a relationship and then committing to a engagement and then marriage obviously we're not doing it right now No, we,
0: we're both so single it's not even funny but we're like yeah guys it takes so much work
1: but i know it's going to take work like right you hear non you hear non-stop that you know marriage is hard and we're not in that situation right now but enjoy the singleness that we have now so when we are in a marriage we can live it to the fullest extent
0: yeah for sure but yeah enjoy where you are but also like you like if that's like something you desire like use your season of singleness mm-hmm. to like really work on you but also make sure because your season of singleness is the only time in your life where it like it is seriously just like you and god because mm-hmm. to me like i think marriage is like so biblical so like at that point like your walk with god also becomes like obviously your personal relationship with them but like the two of you also develop a relationship with god together mm-hmm. so your season of singleness is the only time in your life where like seriously it's just you and god and like that's when like that's when, like jesus was single hello like paul was single All these people were single and that's why they were so close to the lord was because they like used their season of singleness to their advantage so yeah use it it's a gift it really is like people are like oh my god singleness is a gift and like i remember hearing that whenever i like really really desired a relationship i remember hearing that and being like no, like, no it's not like i'm i'm so lonely <laughs> but like the longer i'm in it the more i'm like i have so much time to like invest in like other things like i have obviously like all this time to like invest in my relationship with the lord but like also invest in myself and like really take mm-hmm. care of myself and like figure out who i am and like working working to become the one so i can find the one so amen yeah i think we killed it we slayed
1: i think we did that was fun that was actually really fun that's probably one of the best conversations i had in a while
0: Aw, thanks. Yeah, we did good. Okay, well, final thoughts?
1: Um, don't settle. Love love Jesus. Um, I don't know. That's about it.
0: Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Cameron, for coming on here and hanging out with me. Guys, he straight up drove from Tulsa to come through this and listen to me ramble at a Mexican restaurant for an hour. So, (laughs) um yeah thank you guys for listening uh i love you jesus loves you make sure you guys follow coffee with Kelsey on instagram you can follow me on instagram at J durham um make sure you follow me on spotify and apple music and go ahead and leave a five star rating if you're feeling if you're feeling nice um but yeah i will see you guys next week bye